This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Seth Goldberg, powered by Drivers Village and Hummel's Office Plus. Hour number two of Orange Nation underway on ESPN Radio. Stephen Fonte, Seth Goldberg with you up until two o'clock, and we'll kick off hour number two as we do it this time every Monday by bringing on the Hall of Famer Floyd Little. He's brought to you every week by William Matar, and he's powered by Drivers Village and Floyd. You know, coming off that that Notre Dame game, I wasn't quite sure how SU was going to react. I wasn't quite sure, obviously, if Eric Dungey was going to play. And then Syracuse goes out and and delivers one of its better performances of the season, forty two twenty one. To me, that says this this team has grown up. And all year long, Dino Babers has said this team is different. And we continue to see, including in the regular season finale, this team is different. What stood out to you from Saturday? Well, I, I, you know, I agree. I mean, they had to bounce back from the the loss in New York against Notre Dame, and I knew they would. I mean, this is a team, like I said, is resilient. Uh, the seniors had a lot to do with it. I mean, they're the ones who turned the program around. And they played their hearts out against a, a team that uh, they've had trouble with the last game of the season over the last couple of years. But I was proud of them. Uh, and, and it's time to celebrate their success. They've had a great year, winning nine games, going to a pretty decent bowl, uh, maybe come out with a 10-3 uh, victory for the season. This has been an unbelievable season. And, and, and and Dungy has been an unbelievable leader for this team. We talked about his leadership early in your broadcast, and I stick with this guy as an unbelievable leader. He reminds me of me when I was on the team with the Broncos in the early years and I was on the team at Syracuse. Uh, you have to take charge, and you have to do things that you're not supposed to do, and you play when you're not supposed to play. And he's one of the old throwbacks from years ago where guys would get out there and play when they're not supposed to play. But that's the kind of leader he is. How impressed were you with him that that he was able to come back from what looked like a pretty debilitating injury? I mean, Floyd, we we heard reports that uh, he couldn't walk to the team bus after that game last Saturday. Yeah, I heard. I heard. I heard the same thing. And when he went off the field and he had to limp into the locker room, everybody had some questions about whether he would play. I didn't. When I talked to the team before they played their first game this season, uh, Don McPherson was there, Dino and the whole team was there, I says I want I want Eric Dungey to stand up, and Eric Dungey, Dungey, Eric Dungey stood up, and I said, "Gentlemen, this is a football player. This is a football player." And I asked him to sit down, and he has been that all season, and he has been the leader of this team. Uh, and when he when he goes uh, the way he goes, uh, that's where the team goes. And guys feed off of that too, Floyd. I mean, you you look at how disappointing that loss was to Notre Dame, and then you know he's able to bounce back within a week to to get himself back on the field. And, and Seth and I were talking earlier in the show that you know that felt like one of the most physical games they played all year. And you know, a lot of times, and, and you could speak to this better than anyone. A lot of times, that kind of game comes down to heart. And yeah, and Syracuse yeah, just, yeah. you know, I I kind of hate the the term, you know, you want it more, but it looked like Syracuse wanted it more, frankly, on Saturday uh, in Boston College. Well, well, they did. I mean, they had something to prove. I mean, this is a team that went in to the Notre Dame game, break very high, and uh, everybody was excited. Thought they had some opportunities to win. He went down early. And we got the worst beating we've gotten uh, this whole season. But that's the mark of a good team. When you can take a beating like that and come back, I mean, only score three points when you've been averaging 40 points a game. And to come back like they did against Boston College, and they were the underdogs. 
and to play well enough to win. Uh, and in their season with nine game winning, nine winning games. That's unlike we've ever had before. So I, I'm very proud of this team. Uh, I'm going to go down wherever the bowl game is to boot them on and uh, to see that we've got a program that we've just turned around. You know, Floyd, I've got to ask you one more about Eric Dungy because he ran for three touchdowns uh, in the game uh, Saturday, and that means he's got 35 rushing touchdowns for his career, which is uh, the number you had, uh, tying you for second all-time at Syracuse. Did you ever think that a quarterback would be able to tie never. and maybe pass you? And and what do you think about Eric doing that? Yeah, I never. I was hoping my fingers was crossed that he would break it. It's been around for a long, long time. But who better to break a, a rushing record than the quarterback? Uh, he's had a great season. Uh, had he not been hurt a lot of the games during the course of the, his tenure there at Syracuse, he would have broke it uh, a long time ago. It would be a long time before anybody else scores that many touchdowns, but Eric was a great, or is a great quarterback and a great leader. I like his leadership ability. I like his style when he wasn't in there, when Tommy DeVito was in there. He was up and down the sidelines cheering and cheering and cheering and hugging and hugging, patting him on the back. I mean, that's what a leader does. And, you know, you don't have a lot of people like that. You know, a lot of people would have been benched, would have been sitting down sulking. You know, they, they, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. But no, uh, Eric is a team player. And that's what I like about him. Like I said, I had him stand up before his team before the season started. I said, if you want to see what a football player looks like, here it is. Take a good look. This is a football player, and he is. Eric Dungy, by the way, named ACC Quarterback of the Week. No surprise there. Uh, Ryan Guthrie named Linebacker of the Week in the conference. Andre Sisco, uh, Defensive Back of the Week in the conference. Uh, Floyd, we did have one question for you. One of our loyal listeners, uh, Scooter in Jamesville, uh, wanted to ask about uh, the tearaway jersey back in the day. That was that was a thing. <laughs> and, you know, the as the story goes, they, they changed that because of, because of you. So, Scooter wanted to know, is that... Is that a myth or is that truth? Did they no, did they that, go that, away from the tearaway jersey picture, because of you? There's a picture of somebody hanging on to the jersey as I'm running. So did they? It, so did they go away from the tearaway jersey because of Floyd Little? I, you know they they stopped after I my last game against uh, in the in the bowl game that I played in in the Gator Bowl. Uh, that's the last time they had those jerseys. I don't know if it's because of me. I know I like them. Somebody grab you by the shirt. You just run, keep running. <laughs> keep those legs keep moving. And, and it was it was great. Whoever invented that was great. I went through three or four jerseys a game, and uh, yeah, I yeah, I think a lot of guys wish they still had them because a lot of guys are tackled by their shirts. And if you had a tearaway jersey, a running back or a receiver, you you may break 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 away and make another touchdown or two. You know, Floyd, I know that you uh, were a part of the the committee that helped out with bringing Dino Babers here. I know that you've been a a big proponent of his as he's coached uh, through his first three seasons. Uh, Curious what what you make of this now that the season is done and they've won nine games and they've more than doubled their win total over the last two years. uh, Did did you think it, and I know you you had an idea, did you really think that this could happen so quickly? And where do you think this, this program is now with Dino at the helm? I think it's really, really good, and I did think it would happen really well. I think out of the quarter, the, the coaches that we interviewed, the four other coaches we interviewed, I thought Dino was the best. I thought he could identify and connect with the players. Uh, you know, I was like interviewing myself. I mean, we had the same background, same experience, played on both sides of the ball, 
He comes up in the military uh, family. His dad was in the military for years. He had the discipline that I thought it would take to bring the program back. So when I looked and talked with Dino, he was the guy for me. Uh, I just knew that he had everything and the confidence he had, and he gave us his word. When you when you give your word to somebody, I mean, that's the most valuable thing that you have. And he gave us his word he would come uh, after the, the bowl game that he was playing in Detroit. And he came. And in spite of all of the great offers he had after he committed to us, he still came. So for, for me, being a part of bringing this guy to our, our program, it was the best thing that I think we've done. And Dino will work out. He's already worked out. He said in three years, you know, have the people hollering and screaming the last two games. He had had over 40,000 fans in the stands. And he's going to go on and, 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 and have another win, whoever we play in the bowl game. I, I'm, I'm confident that he'll win that. All right, so Floyd, last he was, one. He was, a good, he was one of the best things that we've done. Yeah, last one for you, Floyd. Uh, so that's where the program is now. What about where the, the program is going? And I said this to Seth earlier in the show, that this season – has kind of changed my mind with what I think the the plateau can be for Syracuse football. I mean, they're you know a play away from beating Clemson, and they would be even if they still lost to Pitt and Notre Dame, they'd be in the ACC title game if one play went different against Clemson, and they'd probably be in the top ten. And so th- this season's been eye opening for me in terms of where this program can go and what the what the plateau is. Has it changed your opinion at all about what Syracuse football can be someday under the leadership of Dino Babers? No, I think you got to look not only you, you got to look at the linemen, the, the defensive ends, the tackles. I mean, this is where the difference has been all season. You had several uh, sacks. You had, I mean, we we played on the line the way we should have played. I mean, we gave up a lot of yards earlier, but this team defensively, offensive line is really where it's at. I mean, and, and we built our offensive and defensive lines uh, to a point where we were rushing the passer and do it a better job that we have been doing. So this program will not, do nothing but continue to grow. We continue to sign great uh, recruits. Uh, we lose one or two, but we still get the kind of players that we need. We, I talked to five or six of them on the field when I was there the last game against North Carolina. Of the five players I talked to, I think we got four of them. And these are great players that's going to really help our program uh, continue to grow. And being exposed on TV like we're going to get uh, in the bowl game, uh, you're gonna have a lot more players willing to come, especially if they get a chance to talk to Dino and get around him. His 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 energy is infectious. So I, I know young uh, athletes like the opportunity to play and uh, get on the field, and he plays a lot of people. So uh, they're gonna enjoy playing for him going forward. As you said, uh, the regular season is over, but still one more game, uh, a bowl game coming up. We'll learn next Sunday afternoon uh, where they are heading. But Syracuse, 9-3 uh, and three in, in a bowl game sometime in late December. Floyd, as always, uh, we appreciate the time. Regular season's over now, um, so we'll probably talk to you again right around uh, the bowl game. Is that is that good with okay. you? Very good. Anytime. I'm going to be at the bowl game, I can tell you that, wherever it is. All right. Well, we will. Uh, Seth and I will be there as well, so we'll see you there. Okay. Very good. Thanks, guys. All right, there he is, the Hall of Famer, Floyd Little. Phone lines now open the rest of the way at 315-437-7644. Got to take a timeout back after this on ESPN Radio.